1: Well, thank you for tuning in again this Wednesday to the podcast. I had something prepared a little bit different today. I was going to do Psalm 45, but I feel like the Lord has impressed upon me pretty strongly to go back to really what started this podcast, what started the idea of using the Messianic Psalms. And uh, the Lord had revealed this to me in November. It's one of those things when the Lord reveals something to you. It sticks with you, and that's not being silly about that, but it just does. It sticks with you. It stays with you because the Lord taught it to you. I realize that men today say, well, the Lord doesn't work like that in in, in modern times, but yet that's exactly how he works because these things are taught by the Spirit of God, and he gives us that discernment. The witness of God within us can bear witness with the Word of God and show us things absolute dogmatically from the Word of God, and so those are the things that are unshakable, I've learned good things from good men. I've learned practices, especially practicality, from good men. There are things that I've changed over my life. There are things that I used to would not do that now I do. Things that I used to would do, now I do not do, because there's are things that I've grown into, even though I was taught differently, in different ways, in different manners. Uh, the standard that we hold in our family is the McVeigh family standard. It's not from a man, it's for what God has shown us to live, And uh, the the line to McVeigh's toe, and might I say the doctrines of the Word of God, uh, ought not to be man-made doctrines, they ought to be proven by the Word of God. And so when we look at the I Am of the Messianic Psalms, I'm going to take a couple of days to do this, and I just want to deal with what the Lord has shown me, revealed to me through the Word of God. I thought about using a pre-recorded message I had preached a couple of weeks ago, And I just feel like the Lord wants me to just go through this verse by verse on the podcast. So we're going to take a couple days and look at the I am. Now, when I say the I am, I, of course, i am speaking of the book of Exodus when the Lord appeared to Moses out of that burning bush. And so we know that when the Lord called Moses to the bush, Moses said, here am I. And then the Lord said, I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians And he goes on and says, I have, I will, I have, I will. Moses again says, well, who am I? And the Lord explains to him who Moses is. But then the Lord says to this, when Moses says, what is his name? What shall I say unto them? And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. And so when you see that expression in the word of God, it ought to make you take notice. You ought to sit up and look at that again. You see in the law of God, you see so many times, I am the Lord. For I am the Lord which brought thee out of Egypt. For I am the Lord thy God. And we see that in the prophets, Jeremiah, Isaiah, Ezekiel especially. And we see the judgment of God in the days of Ezekiel, but he still spake as the great I am of the word of God. Uh, many times in Ezekiel, he said, they shall know that I am the Lord. And so again, I am that I am. And it's not 100% fail-proof because there are people in the Word of God that are just speaking on behalf of self, and they say, I am. And so therefore, we know that it's not fail-proof. But in the Psalms, in these Psalms of Messiah, there's only a couple of places I found that I did not believe was the Lord speaking, it was not Jesus Christ speaking through the Word of God. And it's just a couple of those places where I am is seen in the Psalms, and we're not going to identify them, but rather I want to identify where I believe the Lord is speaking. And what started this study in Psalms chapter 6, and I realize there's Messianic Psalms in Psalms 2 and Psalms 4, even part of Psalm 5, but the reason I started started in chapter 6 is because I saw the I am of the Word of God in chapter 6, and that's where I felt like I needed to start this podcast. I had no idea that come the middle of June, that would only be on Psalm 45, and I had no idea. Yet the Lord has blessed it, the Lord has used it, we're thankful for that. And so let's get into this in Psalm chapter 6, those of you that do have the Bible, those that are sitting somewhere, those of you doing this for family devotions, we're going to be in the early parts of the Psalms, and we'll stay primarily in the Psalms, but we're going to see the revelation of Jesus Christ in the Psalms of Messiah, in Psalm 6 and verse 1. O Lord, rebuke me not in thine anger, neither chase me in thy hot displeasure. Have mercy upon me, O Lord. And he said this, for I am weak. Now again, people say, well, how do you know that's the Lord? Well, this is a psalm of Messiah. I am weak. Why? He's been made sin. He's an offering for sin. He's poured out his soul unto death. And so he is weak. And so he says, though, there's two key words to understand, I am. People say, "Well, that's just common English grammar." Well, after we're done this study, I hope you see it differently because it's not just common English grammar. We see that "I am" is frequently used in in correlation with prophesying that one which is to come, which is "I am," the person of Jesus Christ. He said again in verse six, "I am weary with my groaning; all the night make I my bed to swim. I water my couch with my tears." So again, I am weary with my groaning. And so who is that? Jesus Christ. Why is that man of sorrows acquainted with grief? And I am is weary. We see in Psalm 22, a couple of places in Psalm chapter 22, we'll see the I am of Psalms again. And one of the reasons I hesitated, I think, to do this so early is because we're just starting out our busy summer season preaching. We'll be heading to New York here in a couple of weeks and heading out to North Carolina after that and Western Pennsylvania after that and heading up to Maine for several weeks after that. And up there in the beautiful state of Maine, we'll be preaching several times, and then we'll come back home and have back-to-back meetings in the state of Pennsylvania. We'll be local. We get to travel over the mountain west to Dublin Mills. We get to travel up north to Harrisburg, and so we really have a busy season. And it's hard sometimes to study on the road and to get uh, refreshment on the road and to find the mind of God when you're traveling like that. Yet I. Don't want to be languishing in the things of old. I want to be languishing the freshness of the word of God. And so those of you that are listening that might hear us preach sometime this summer, you may hear me preach on the I am of Psalms. So don't want that deter you from showing up to the services. But right now I want to deal with this on the podcast. I feel like the Lord would impress upon us to use the word of God and to, to minister to us the I am. And so we see in Psalm 22 and verse six, but I am a worm and no man, a reproach of men, and despised of the people. Now, several weeks ago, we talked about the worm of the word of God, the characteristics of that worm, that he is a worm and no man. The son of man is a worm, Job said. And who is that? I am. I am a worm. Jesus Christ himself is the worm. In verse 14, He said, on this wise, I am poured out like water. So again, these are familiar verses to us that listen to the podcast. I am poured out like water. And he said, all of my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted in the midst of my bowels. So I am, again, poured out like water. Why? That's Jesus Christ. He pours out himself. Like, what is poured out of Jesus Christ? Well, a Spirit's given to the Father. He pours out his soul unto death. He pours out his blood, and of course, when I say pours out his blood, let me just make sure that it wasn't spilt. We know that. Amen. It was willingly offered. He was that offering for sin. That blood is not collecting upon this earth. That blood is not in vials and in chalices, and that blood is not in, in, in the communion pots in the city of Rome. No, that blood is on the mercy seat of heaven. The blood of Jesus Christ himself, blessed be the name of the Lord, in Psalm 25, And verse 16, he says this, Turn thee unto me and have mercy upon me, for I am desolate and afflicted. Again, Jesus Christ. I am of the word of God. I am desolate and afflicted. And so we see the person of Jesus Christ in Psalm 31 and verse 9. We'll see this consistently through the scripture. But Psalm 31, I'll start reading actually in verse 7. He says, I will be glad and rejoice in thy mercy, for thou hast considered my troubles, thou hast known my soul in adversities. What are those adversities? When the sorrows of hell compassed him about, the sorrows of death compassed him about, all the bulls of Bashan compassed him about, that's his adversity. When he's to be made an offering for sin, that's his adversity. When Judas came against him in the garden, that was his adversity. When the chief priests scoffed at him and mocked at him, that was his adversity. When Pilate scourged him, that was his adversity. And so the Lord knew his adversities. They knew the adversities of his soul. And hast not shut me up into the hand of the enemy. Thou hast set my feet in a large room. Why? He delivered him. We talked about this just the other day on this podcast. He delivered him from that adversity. He delivered him from death, delivered him from hell. In verse nine, have mercy upon me, O Lord. And here's that little word again, for I am in trouble. Mine eye is consumed with grief, yea, my soul and my belly. So again, the I am of the word of God, the I am of Moses. And it's interesting because the Lord first tells Moses, and I probably should have said this earlier in the podcast, but he tells Moses, I am the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. What is he saying? I am their God. Each one of them individually, I am their God. Why? He's a personal Savior. He is a God to them. He'll be a God to you. He's the same God. He's the never-changing God. He's the same yesterday and forever, but he'll be your God. And so he tells Moses, I am the God of Abraham. When he appeared to Abraham, what did he say? I am. When he came to Jacob, what did he say to Jacob? I am. When he appeared to Isaac before that, I am the God of Abraham. To Jacob, he said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, thy father, and the God of Isaac. Then he appears to Moses, says, I am the Lord thy God, the God of Abraham and of Isaac, and the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And so we see that in the word of God. It's who he's speaking of. In verse 9, he said, I am in trouble. We see again down in verse 12, of this text in Psalm 31, I am forgotten as a dead man out of mind. I am like a broken vessel. There's that pot that's broken. There's that shattered pot upon the potter's field. There's that one that the potter saw the work that he had made. And it was barred in the potter's hand. Why? Because the potter made him do his sin for us that knew no sin. And that's what the potter did. He's a broken vessel. In verse 22 of Psalm 31, For I said in my haste, I am cut off from before thine eyes. Nevertheless, thou heardest the voice of my supplications when I cried unto thee. For again, he said in his haste, I am, I am the God of Isaac. I am the God of Jacob. I am the God of of Moses. Why? Because I was the God of Abraham as well. And then he said, I am cut off from before thine eyes, the person of Jesus Christ. Psalm 38 and verse six of our text, he said on this wise, I am troubled. I am bowed down greatly. I go mourning all the day long. And it's interesting because this passage has several places in it. For in verse eight, he said, I am feeble and sore broken. I have roared by reason of the disquietness of my heart. In verse 17, for I am ready to halt and my sorrow is continually before me. Who is speaking there? Somebody say, well, that's just David. That's David's calamity. No, David is prophesying about one which is to come. Jesus Christ is speaking through the prophet David. Jesus Christ is speaking here, for he's the one that says, I am troubled. I am bowed down greatly. What did he do? Bowed his head and gave up the ghost. I go mourning all the day long. Why? His soul's made an offering for sin. He said in verse eight, I am feeble and sore broken. By the way, there was no strength in him. There was no beauty nor comeliness that we should desire him. The word of God said his visage was marred more than any man. Why? Because I am feeble and sore broken. Now in verse 18, he says, for I am ready to halt, and my sorrow is continually before me. So again, he's speaking of the person of Jesus Christ. Psalm 39 and verse 10 Remove thy stroke away from me. I am consumed by the blow of thine hand. Verse 12, hear my prayer, O Lord, and give ear unto my cry. Hold not thy peace at my tears, for I am a stranger with thee and a sojourner as all my father's word. Now, people say, how is that Jesus Christ? How is he a stranger with the father? Because the father has forsaken him on the cross of Calvary, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me? And my friend, he's forsaken his own son, and so his son says, "I am a stranger with thee." I'll go back just a couple of verses, and we'll finish with verse six. I want to look at this a little bit more. In verse six of of Psalm 39, excuse me, verse ten of Psalm 39. "'Remove thy stroke away from me, I am consumed by the blow of thine hand.'" That is a passage we've used often in these Messianic Psalms. And it is Job chapter 16, when he says, "'I was at ease,' in verse 12, "'but he,' who, the Lord,' in verse 11, the Lord God, "'he hath broken me asunder. "'He hath also taken me by my neck "'and shaken me to pieces, and set me up for his mark. "'His archers compassed me round about.'" He cleaveth my reins asunder and doth not spare. He poureth out my gall upon the ground. He breaketh me with breach upon breach. He runneth upon me like a giant. I always look at verse 12. He has also taken me by my neck and shaken me to pieces. That is Jesus Christ prophesying. That is Jesus Christ speaking. In verse 10 of Psalm 39, when he says, remove thy stroke away from me. I am consumed by the blow of thine hand. He came under the wrath of Almighty God. He came under the judgment of Almighty God. Might we bless his holy name. Would you tune in again tomorrow as we continue in the I Am's of the Psalms.
0: There is a lost soul who tired of his sinning, and he longs to return to the Lord. As he cries for forgiveness and mercy, God is waiting.
1: You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McBay. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McBay on iTunes. For your redemption,
0: there only was strife. Now the angels of God are rejoicing, for the prodigal child has come home, and the saints all with gladness are singing.